You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Stephen of Cyber Time Bite and, and, uh, and Adventure Time Guys, which... Speaking of Adventure Time, guys, the show is ending next week, t- two days after my birthday. So, no. so I'm like, crap. But here's the thing. This is episode nine. <laughs> episode nine of Cyber Time. How did I get this far, man? I mean, like, I interviewed nine people. I'm like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'm, a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. And <laughs> I got it, It's crazy. And I can't get here. What? No, it was. It's crazy. I mean, I I can't be. I can't get here without. I mean, I don't really have a fan base just per se. But I. But I guess I'll say that if if it wasn't for the listeners, I wouldn't be here right now. So, thanks everyone, and for everyone who I interviewed, they are awesome, and I can't wait to see where they go from here. But today for episode nine. Oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing because I met this guy back in November, right? At this convention called the Chicago, called the Chicago Pop Culture Convention, which is a small little dinky convention that happens at the present at the Pheasant Run Resort in the Mega Center in St. Charles, Illinois. Great convention, small little convention, not as much cosplay as I thought there would be, but you should go check it out anyway because it's really really cool. Unfortunately, I won't be there this year because I got I got I got to save my money because I'm going to be all the way up in Maine next year to be in a panel. So, so so unfortunately, I won't be able to make it this year. Oh, but I'm going to try to make it next year, which I probably will because I don't know if I'm going to go to Maine again. But that'd be weird. But anyway, today I'm with um, how do you say Alex Westglow. You were close. It's not Wasco. Hell no, no, dude. Literally everybody gets it wrong. You are totally good. It's Waskello. Waskello. Yeah, I know, right? It's freaking hard, apparently. Yeah, this guy right here is the creator of Pizza Girl and many other things I never even heard of. But, <laughs> dude, how you been, man? <laughs> I've been. I mean, yeah. Um, just uh, lay down some history on you that you definitely haven't heard already. Um, you know, just been tabling a few cons since that one. Um, it's been pretty cool. Uh, doing some art. Uh, I wasn't framing for a while. It was kind of cool, but not cool enough. And now I am teaching the children how to draw art, passing the skills to the kids to pay the bills. (laughs) I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to help the younger talent get a, um get their talents in. Dude, these kids are really fun to hang out with. They're already better artists than I am, so I I can't wait to see what they'll be doing twenty years from now. It's it's gonna be no. You could you could be like that one uh the the darkness vid- music video that for their one Christmas song that they made and be like, come on, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the children so full of energy, so full of optimism and good ideas yeah it's a, it's amazing but dude i mean so so let's talk let's talk about your beginnings about you about where you started sure um, so i'm guessing 
I'm guessing that that you always wanted to be in art in some sort of way. I mean, like because 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 you, you have so many inspiration. Like because I'm pretty because I, what I see in your art is I see inspirations of like regular show, Adventure Time, um, a little bit of Futurama. I think a little bit thrown in there. Oh, thanks. But like. But like, where where did you start? Like, where like where did this all begin for you? What what the hell happened to this guy? Um, well, yeah, I definitely you know when people ask like how long have you been drawing, it's like forever because it's really one of the only things I ever wanted to do. Um, I, I mean, like honestly, I I feel like since like first second grade, about I kind of the things I enjoyed and didn't stop doing them you know whether it's drawing or music or uh playing games and and making up games you know nowadays um you know it's all about having fun i guess and careers exist in these things and why not give it a shot so i kind of have my feet in all the above uh which is a blessing and a curse but uh yeah it's definitely a good time um you know I, I guess, yeah, like, it, it, was, it was actually kind of weird because when I was, like, growing up, I wasn't, like, I did art all the time, but I didn't take really very many art classes until high school. Um, I don't know why. I was kind of, like, super, like, all honors, AP, do everything, like, all the hard classes because you want to, like, become a doctor or something. But, like, I, I didn't really. I mean, like, you know, I'd rather just draw pictures and stuff. It's, it's more fun than saving lives or doing something like that. So, here we are. Wait, you wanted uh, to be a doctor initially before you became an artist? No, I definitely never actually wanted to be a doctor, per se. I, I might have gone into science of some kind, but that would have probably been like astronomy or something weird. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I would have ever gotten into like medicine specifically, but the sciences definitely would have been the, the, you know, the, the other, because um, I was always into that kind of like research and I was in like scouts all the way up through eagles, so I definitely know my fair share of like nature and like survival skills and like you know camping and whatnot. So I definitely like sciences, um, especially earth sciences. But uh, I guess it's just the way that it went. You know where the like true passion is. You apply to where you go and you do what you choose. Yeah, because it, it's it's funny because you could have been a certified baseball player the way you're holding that holding my my prop bat. In that photo that you that I took of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I played little league. Um, hey, and, and you know that's like one of the things is like doing all these things to kind of like figure out what I was good at, I guess. You know, and yeah. I guess I guess I stuck with the things I was the best at anyway. So maybe I was supposed to be an artist anyway. I don't know. Maybe it was fate for you to be an artist. You're like you're like oh art. Oh yeah. It was absolutely determinism, but we we don't have to go there today. I'm a, I'm actually surprised you didn't want to table like anime Midwest or or C two E two or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Funny thing. Seriously, I was I I had a press pass for C two E two and I had to freaking work, and so I didn't go. I just gave it to a friend who does sick photography, so he actually made good use out of it anyway. Yeah. But. I was like pissed. No, seriously. Like that was what I was telling you about. It was like work and the grind. Um, it sucks, man. Like, I, I mean, not 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 like not like 
by and large, like it doesn't just automatically suck. Having jobs is good, but I'm talking about like when it takes up all your time and you have to like commute and do all this like shit. And you know, it, it, it can definitely weigh on you. So like work-life balance is a thing that I kind of had to um, think about. So, you know, there's more time to actually make art rather than just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, um, because, because anime Midwest, I think would be like a, a great convention for you to table at. I mean, cause I, cause I know someone else who tables like on anime Midwest and kind of delete, um, every yeah. year and she, she's an amazing artist too. And, um, you should link me, um, you should link me some of that stuff either now or after our conversation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and I, I feel, I feel like if you tabled anime Midwest dude and people saw your art, man, people would like it because, because there's so many artists there that, that like, you know, I mean, I feel like your art it would, would, would do good there. That's how, that's what I feel. Thank you. Um, no, that is, I mean, really, that is, that is very, um, it's just a very, you know, it's a thing I appreciate hearing. I don't ask for it, but people say it. So I, I, I appreciate it. And, um, just like you were saying how you wouldn't be here without your listeners. I mean, like, really, like, I, I've heard nary a negative thing towards me. So maybe people are too polite or people are just very encouraging. And that's nice to hear because um, doing things like the Pop Culture Con where I met you or I tabled at a Pokemon regional in Memphis, which was really cool. And then Smash and Splash up in Wisconsin uh, earlier this summer. It was great. That was a great time. I think I'm confirmed for that next year, which uh, I hope is still the case because that was a great time too. And it's like whenever you do these, um, whenever you do these shows, it's like it's it's just a good time. And um, hearing those words of encouragement, I think, uh, does really help, and it keeps me going too. So thank you very much. Hey, no problem. So I mean, so 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 I know that you're an artist and you do art, and that's like your thing. And you love it. But what's your what's your what's your thoughts on cosplay? Um, I have a huge amount of respect for people who, you know, do it. It is definitely a skill, uh, obviously, and it takes a lot of time. And so I, I really, like, commend those who do it. Uh, funny, actually, I live with two roommates right now in the city of Chicago. Um, they're both huge nerds like me. And one of them, um, I don't know if it's him or his girlfriend. Um, I believe it's him. I'm not sure who he cosplayed, but um, it's like he, he showed me his costume. And again, this is like some anime that I, it, the name escapes me right now. But my response was like, where did you buy that? Like that, it, like that was from a store. You're lying. Like that's so good. And he's like, no, somebody, it's, it's a unique item. Somebody just made it. And it's like, wow. Like seeing awesome crafts, like whether it's like that kind of stuff or embroidery or like anything handmade, like sculptures or whatever. Um, it just, it just warms my heart for many reasons. And so, you know, major props to those people. Yeah. Why, do you got a cosplay going on? <laughs> What's that? I, was, I, I, was, I guess I'm asking what uh, what makes you bring up cosplay. Because, like, well, because, you know, like, when I was at the Pop Culture Con, I thought when I was going to be there that I was going to see, like, all, like, I thought it was going to be, like, you know, something like Anime Midwest, where it's not the biggest convention in the world, but it's a convention nonetheless, and people cosplay and go through it, and they have tons of fun and take pictures with people. Oh, for sure. But, but like, but obviously I was 100% wrong, because, there, because <laughs> to tell you the truth, dude, the only cosplayers I saw the whole time I was there was I saw a trio of Homestucks, and... Three Gravity Falls cosplayers, and that's it. 
Everyone I knows. remember the Homestucks for sure. I remember the Homestucks. Yeah, there's them. Yeah, and then and then the Gravity Falls people, like I said, and then and then everyone else was just like parents, like like older people or kids, and like and other things. So it's like it, it, I felt kind of me. I was in co- me and my cosplay in that whole convention. I just felt a little out of place, but I had I had such a great time because I because I um. I saw some, there were so many things I wanted to buy, but I didn't have the money to, and there was, like, so many great things. It, it was just a great time overall, and I had a great time, and and I wish I could go again. I, it's, it's not like I'm trying to limit myself from going this year, but I but I, I gotta save my money, because like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to, to Maine next year, because I'm going to be in, in an actual panel for my other podcast, Adventure Time, guys. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And so I gotta save my money for that, so I can't, so I can't be swerving myself into in the things. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right, dude. Whenever I go to cons, dude. I mean, whenever I go to anything, it's like, all right, I, it's it's sort of an investment. I mean, it is, and like, entertainment is an investment. I mean, that's why that's why Yu-Gi-Oh cards cost so much, um, <laughs> or you know, anything else like that. I mean, that's why like going to a con, it's like, yeah, I've I've got my several hundreds of dollars which i could let evaporate at any point in time and if i could buy like you know 99 out of 100 things i see at a con i'd be like sure i would buy that that's cool that's cool it's so hard you know i know what you mean and so the uh so so the con you're you're talking about the the pop culture con that we were at that yeah that con was definitely um like way more diverse of um of vendors i would think than like an anime con would be which is why you got um, you got a lot more of a different crowd. The 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 um the, I felt bad for you though because they didn't even they didn't even stick you in the vendor hall. They had they had you stuck down in the hallway, dude. Oh, actually, no, that was that was completely on me. Um, I did not know about the con um, myself until like only a few days before it happened. Seriously, so I. I was raised in St. Charles, the very town that con is held, seriously, which is also where, because that, like, Pheasant Run place is used for a bunch of cool cons, actually, like Combo Breaker, the, like, fighting game tournament. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good venue that I think people are picking up on how good it is. Um, but I was, I was raised in St. Charles, so I just freaking went there, and I was like, hey, could, uh, I know it's last minute, could I, like, still register? And the guy was like, yeah, there's, there's two spots. There's the one by the bathroom or this, like, other one in the hall. Like, you, you could have either one, I guess, but, like, if you want. Um, so I chose one I did. I mean, I was like, thanks a lot, man, um, because I know that cons, you, you typically have to register pretty far in advance. Um, but I had a good time, seriously. Like, it's not um, – I don't know. I'm, I'm probably approaching it from the wrong angle, but I don't think of it like I have to reach X – number or x like followers or x whatever at the con i know that like you probably should that's probably a good thing to do is set those kinds of goals um but i just go for fun because i don't know i guess i have enough stuff going on i don't have to like depend on it although i would like to actually i would like to do more cons and i would actually like to do that more full-time because it's so fun mm-hmm I actually Gosh. got a I actually got a website that you may want to go to um that may it may help if if you if you want if you want me to tell you about it. You should probably tell me about it. 
Yeah. So so okay. So I so there's this guy that I interviewed on my other podcast eventually because this is before I did Cyber Time Bite. So if I had Cyber Time Bite at the time, I probably would have put him on this show. But but there's this guy that me and my other podcast um, with my co-host interviewed, and his name is Ben Santos, and he runs a website called Cosplay Convention Center, and you can and basically what you can do is that when you can go, when you go on there, you can. You can basically find cons from every single state in the country and when they're happening, where they're happening, and you can and you can book your hotel for the website. And it's like like they even have a map of like how far the hotel is from the venue and all that stuff. It's it's crazy. I'm sorry, what was that URL again? What what was the name of the place? Yeah. Cosplay Convention Center. Oh, Cosplay Convention Center, is that the, like, uh, I'm actually typing in right now. Is that the website? Yeah, Cosplay Convention Center. CCC. CCC.com? How clever. Oh! <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Thank you. No, this is, um, this is a great tool. Um, I did apply to a few that are happening, I think... Actually, no. Yeah, they're happening all over the freaking calendar because of when you sign up. But yeah, I've definitely started applying to a couple, like one in Savannah, uh, Georgia, where my undergrad degree was held. So that'd be cool. I was there uh, at this year's one, so I think that'd be next year. Um, that might be nice. Uh, some other stuff in Chicago. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of stuff. There's too much art. So, so you said you were raised in St. Charles, right? Yeah, since I was like three. So yeah, pretty much. Have you lived there like your whole life until you until you became an adult? Um, since I was three, yeah. Dude, um, how? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that was, I'm pretty sure it was pretty cool living in that area because, like, you know, like there there's like you know the there's the big old drive driving theater down the street, and there's all this over here, and it was like it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, dude, driving theater is the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was raised in St. Charles um, from age like three to eighteen, um, <laughs> and uh, I could have gone to boarding school in New England when I was in high school, like as a high school. But ultimately, I was like, "Fuck that!" I like my friends better than that, so I stayed in the Midwest. Um, and then East Coast, Savannah, Georgia, for four years of college, and then back to the city of Chicago, where I've been for about four years. That, that's amazing. So, so, um, so I think you, I think if I remember correctly, you were in the you you were or you are in a band, right? It was a band. Now it is um a solo project under the same name. Oh, so oh, so now you do a solo project. Now you're not in the band anymore. Yeah. Um, one of the dudes actually moved with his girlfriend up to Milwaukee. He's like one of my best friends, so I still love the shit out of him. He just moved to Milwaukee. Um. And then, you know, the rest, other things dissipated as they, I suppose, naturally would as a result of that other shit, you know, whatever. But um, I'm not, I'm not disheartened at all by it. I, I'm actually excited about doing it solo. So, like, do you, so, so was that like, so what, so what kind of, so it's pop punk, right? Because you're a pop punk guy? Pop punk. Oh, hey, my roommate just got in. Hey, Aaron. Hey. How's it going? Good. Yeah. Seattle, you were just in. Yes. Wow. 
Yeah, I'm going again tomorrow. Aaron works for an airline, so sometimes he goes to random places. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But but yeah, I mean, he also like... he also speed runs Fire Emblem, from what I know. Oh my god. No, seriously, dude. I I told you we're all we're, we're all a bunch of nerds here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> nerds in the city of Chicago. <laughs> I know. Fortunately, we're not alone. So like. So like does um does like so like what can so is your music available for people to listen to or is it like I keep it down on the download for right now before I till I finish it? Oh, <laughs> um, that's what I'm doing for the next release. Um, if anybody wants to listen to my totally crappy demo we made, you can. It's uh, it's Soapbox Deluxe is the name of it, and that's on Bandcamp.com. <laughs> Bandcamp. <laughs> Yeah, you Bandcamp. It's for free. You you could pay for it, but it's for free, so you can just have it. Um, it's all right. It's it's just a demo, but it's definitely definitely a, a work in progress as far as the, you know, everything is concerned. But music's always been kind of my parallel passion that I did not um, like officially pursue as uh, as an educational like path, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but that's that's kind of why the comic is about pop punk anyway. And that's why I still do write and play music. Because um, you just can't stop once you start. It, wait, so who, so, wait, so was your friends, or what, was it your friends who inspired you to make the comic? Or was it, or was it like a thing where you like, you fought off characters and you put them together and you say, these are the characters are, are going into the comic and the storyline was a, was a, was a uh, inspiration into the characters? Um, I would say that the, I, I'd say the reason the comic is pop punk is because, um, in my senior year of college, um, I, so I was in a band in high school with my friends and I was in a different band in college in Georgia with other friends. And so I've, I've always liked to play music and write songs as you know, you know, um, so I've always been in like ska or punk bands of some kind. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was senior year of my undergrad. So everyone else in the band had either graduated and moved or, you know, had to finish their senior projects or whatever the hell. So like the band wasn't probably going to happen for me this, you know, year or whatever. So um, I did my own senior project and whatever. And it was just a tough year in general for me. So I just made the comic. I was like, well, all right, I'm not going to be playing music. So I'll just make my comic book senior project about pop punk so that I can still, like, feel the energy of the show or, like, you know, make, like, jokes about, like, the songs or whatever without, like, even though I'm not in a band at this exact moment, you know, I can still kind of, like, be in the pop punk um, mindset. Is so I'd say that was, that was the biggest reason of the subject matter. So what what bands are inspirations to you? Like, is Operation Ivy come to mind as one of them? Um, yeah, people definitely mention that a lot, and they did when I was in the ska band as well, and we definitely took influence from them. Um, I still listen to Dancehall Crashers on the regular, who I believe several of their members are from Operation Ivy. Mm -hmm. um, so there's there's a connection there, I think. I might be wrong, so I hope I didn't just lose a bunch of punk rock points. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's how I know them. Um, I would say that my three biggest influences of bands of all time are Streetlight Manifesto, as far as like ska goes, um, Four Year Strong, as far as like 
pop punk goes and then fallout boy i guess is also kind of like pop punk but more into pop now Mm -hmm. um so whether it's yeah ska punk or pop are have always been my three biggest influences i think those three bands have done a really good job of um innovating their genres or at least um you know pushing them in a certain direction um they are you know big names in their genres and i've always liked those bands and i've seen those bands a bunch of times all of them so um that's that's actually a music influence yeah, because I because you can see because you can see your influences through your comic because because people are wearing shirts of your favorite bands and they're and they're like holding fists and they're like like you finish up before you before you start talking again weenie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I definitely like to like um, you know like pop punk like inside jokes or whatever. Um, there's like groups on Facebook like pop punk groups where people talk about music and or just like crap on each other because they're like in high school. Um, but I don't know. It's um, it's just I just like to try to give back to the communities I've been in, whether it's you know gaming, music, or art. Um, at least you know try to like signal boost jokes or points people try to make or um, I don't know because like be, like like being an artist, all you really do is communicate. That's like what art is is just like how you communicate your message, whether it's like a painting, sculpture, whatever the hell it is. Um. So, like, you know, I don't have any actual, like, skills on me other than, like, first aid, CPR, that kind of shit. But that will, you know, like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I can't, like, help people in the sense of saving your life or getting you out of trouble. But, I can, you know, like, art is, you know, you, you communicate messages. You try to spread awareness. You try to, like, raise the consciousness of whatever the hell you're talking about. And so, I guess, even if it's just, like, pop punk, like, I don't know, support the scene. I don't know, talk about the scene. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like art. Art is a connection. I mean, like art. I mean, I mean, art and music. To, I mean, music is an art, but like, yeah. but like, but like, you know, physical art. That that is a connection, and it is a, like something that pu puts people together, and that's what I believe because, like, because like, if you, I mean, being a being yeah. a creative influence to the people is a. Uh, it's a good thing, especially with a job that you have when you're working with the kids. <laughs> the kids. Um, well, I mean, also like here, here we are, and we would have never talked if it wasn't for art in some kind. You know, the the con that brings people there because they like art or whatever. You know. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you could you make friends through art. You make other people be friends through art, or I guess you 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 can make people hate each other too. That's definitely been done. So art's dangerous you know it's 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 a tool just like anything else Ted, did you um did, I, I don't think i forgot to ask you but when at at the pop culture convention were you able did you have time um to actually look around when you were there or, do, or were you just or were you had where you had to be at your table 24 7 um i mean you don't like have to be i think if you're at a con like you, if if you pay for your table and you like push it on the table and you like walk around. I, I, I don't believe anybody really yells at you. It's kind of just like on you. So you don't like have to be there. Um, obviously you want to be there. Um, but yeah, I got a chance to just like walk around a little bit. You don't typically get to walk around a lot if you're tabling by yourself, which I was, um, mm -hmm. and often do. So, you know, if you can have a buddy at your table or the person next to you or whatever, like watch your table or whatever, um, that's always a big plus. Um, but I did get to walk around a little bit. There was actually a booth of a game publisher who I like 
no one of the people on their team, which was crazy. I didn't even know they were going to be there. Um, they're called XYZ Game Labs, if anyone wants to look them up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're... They're pretty cool. I was um, really, I was really surprised that the guy who who made the whole rampage series was there. Wow! Oh, he was 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 he one of the guys? He 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 might have been at the like arcade corner with like all the cabinets and stuff. I don't know if that guy. He he was like literally at like he, his booth was like literally the first one on probably like in like the one he was the first booth I think on like the very. Right on, like the right side for those doors. Famous where you oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because there were there were two grand halls, which is actually really cool. Um, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. I guess I didn't always, you know, I didn't put my full attention to because again, I didn't have a whole lot of time to look at everything. But I, I always, you know, whether I'm tabling a con or going to it, just as a fan, yeah. you gotta at least take a full lap of everything, yeah. right? At least in, in my opinion, why wouldn't you see everything? Yeah, isn't, um, isn't it funny? So I always make sure at least look at Yeah, isn't it funny that that convention had to had to use the whole the whole convention used the whole mega center and that wasn't big enough, so they had to make it. They had to make a a a makeshift hallway from the from the mega center to the hotel to use one of their ballrooms. <laughs> I, I thought I thought the hallway was actually a good table choice um, because anybody that goes would go to both halls, right? So yeah. they have to walk in the hallway, and it's a hallway, so you can't even not see the people in the hallway, right? Yeah, you, you should. What you should have done was you got that would have brought a lot of people to your table just for funnies and kicks. You should have brought a speaker and then played, played, and played. Stop in the name of love. <laughs> I brought a speaker. I brought a speaker, but it was it was playing it was playing my music, so that was probably <laughs> was probably why they weren't as many people. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the thing I try to do is, like, at my table, um, whether it's playing the music I'm selling or um, just playing general music as an attraction, it, it, it does help to make the table more of, like, a fun little thing to go to. Um, I also have recently started bringing uh, Smash Brothers at my table, and people can play me at Smash Brothers just for fun. Um, or they could challenge me for merchandise. That's that's a fun thing to do, too. Challenge you for merchandise? Yeah, no, it's, it, like... At um, when I was at Smash and Splash this year, it was like a hit. Like I was either talking to someone or playing Smash with someone at my table, like always. Um, just like on my computer, um, I just have it, and so people can just like play me for it. They it can be for fun, or they can, you know, it's like it's like pick a thing. Oh, I'll pick that poster. Okay, if you win, you can have the poster, but if you lose, you must buy the poster. And I'm slightly better than people think I am at Smash. So I sold a couple things by like forcing people to buy it. <laughs> it was like, no, I, I bet, no, I bet, no, no, it'd be funny. It's like little Jimmy comes up to your table and he's like, he's like, hey, can I have that sticker? If you beat me, I smash bros for yeah, it. You flame me for it. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Come on, kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. The kid picks like Kirby. It's like, oh, kid, I'm sorry. <laughs> dude, I um, if 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 you want to play Smash, I mean, I'm no master. I'm not like Smash Brothers Master where I'm gonna like be beating the world the world I'm not wide a freaking beat. master. Otherwise I'd be playing the tournaments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like I'm not yeah, I'm not a master here. I can't be playing in tournaments here. But yeah. if you want versus me, I am down. <laughs> yeah. Um you can play you can play sixty four and melee online if you just have the emulator. Um it's a really great site called smashladder.com. So there's even a ranking system in matchmaking. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, so you, you can play the old Smashes online. Um, I don't even have a Wii U, honestly. No one in our house currently has a Wii U. Yeah. So I either have to play the old ones online or wait till Ultimate. But we will definitely get Ultimate because we have a Switch. So, so, so wait, there's actually a website where you can go on and you can play people in Smash online? Yeah. For free? Yeah. Wow. Really? I'm not even kidding. And so, like, when is if you want to play, like, a certain person? Um, like, if I want to first you. Oh, yeah. If it's if it's somebody you know and you want to set up a match, that's easy. You just... You don't even have to use the, uh, the, web, the website for matchmaking. You could just... You just copy-paste, like, an eight-digit code uh-huh. and put it in your emulator, and then you can play each other. You just make a little room for each other, and you just do it. Holy... Okay, so... So here's the thing. Is everything unlocked at the beginning, or do you got to go for the whole thing like you're playing on a console that unlocks everything? Yeah, so if you do it right, I mean, the way you have to do it is you do have to find the Melee, like, ROM or, like, ISO online. So I I and nobody else can tell you what to Google, but I'm sure you can figure it out. Um, and then you download, um, you just download the right version of the emulator, and it will unlock everything for you. Yeah, because is it is it like a really difficult thing to get the download and get going, or is it or is it no. easy? No, you literally just search for it in whatever way you might search for something, and then you might be able to find it. <laughs> no, I'm, talk, I'm talking it's about not this. Hard. <laughs> no, I'm talking about this whole Smash emulator thing. Like, do you have the? Is the whole program a thing to, to get oh. up and running? Oh no, that's easy. It's just called Dolphin. That's just the emulator name. That's totally you. Just get it. That's easy. In the in the it, game, it's all easy. And the games are pre-installed into the emulator? No, none of the games are pre-installed. You must find a burned, like, like a rip of each game online. And then you put that in the emulator, and then you can just play it like it was the game. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and so the way, I mean, the way I do it is I have a little adapter. So, you know, you can use the Wii U adapters in your computer with USB, and it will work on the emulator. Or however you want to connect your controller. Or you could technically play on the keyboard, I guess. It would be hard, you know, but you could, like, any control scheme will work. That's cool. You, you got, no, do you know what? If you send it to me for the, through our chat here, and I'll, um, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, I can send you the, like, the, the link to the emulator and the, um, the matchmaking site if you want to, like, get started. Yeah, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, so... So man, um, so yeah. like, so, so I know, so, so you're a gamer too, I'm guessing. So, um, besides Smash, what do you think of like Street Fighter and like Tekken and like, um, Mortal Kombat? Oh, you mean those party fighting games? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I um, as a as far as like being a gamer goes. Um, I typically only play hardcore, like Dance Dance Revolution, as my exercise, and then smash, like, for fun at parties or, like, online for an hour. Um, I don't really keep up with anything else, like, current or modern, because I don't have any systems older than the original Wii. Um, But I do like retro gaming. Uh, As as far as traditional fighters go, um, I have Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo, other than that, um, they're fun to play. Like, I kind of know fighting game fundamentals, but I'm certainly not any sort of good at any other fighting game besides Smash. 
do you um do you own a Turbo Graphics 16? I do not own that console. No, I have I have every Nintendo from NES to the Wii, um, a Dreamcast, and PlayStation's two and three, um, and Atari. That's literally everything I own. I was gonna I was gonna say if you said if you would have said you had Neo Geo, I was gonna be like, where do you get the money for that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I put the money I would have put into those consoles into other things like Dance Dance Revolution. Dance Dance Revolution, I mean, man, is a game I'm getting in. I'm, I mean, it's a game I'm getting into, but the last time I was at the arcade, I um, yeah. I played DDR and I, F- and I FC'd all three of the songs I chose. Where, um, where'd you go? Round one in, uh, oh, like Bloom- in Stratford Square. Oh, dude, I've totally been there. You have? Yeah, of course. I, I'm surprised I haven't ran into you at some point then. <laughs> well, I've, I've only been there like a few times because, I like I mentioned just now, um, I do, you know, I have the cabinets myself, so I don't really go to the arcade. Wait, you own, you in, in your, I don't know how big your apartment or where you live in is, but your place is still, is it big enough to hold like full-size DDR machines? It's, it, it's, it's like, like I have to Tetris them in there, but yes, it they technically fit. Yes. Holy crap! So you actually own DDR machines in your place? See, that's my problem is that I can't ever play new games because of how of how retro I've forced myself to be. <laughs> no, but dude, that's amazing. I I mean I never do anyone. I I mean I have friends. I have friends who like I, I have friends. You know who like who so much like gaming, yeah. but I don't have any friends who own arcade machines in their house. I am, but wow. Well, I, I mean, it's 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 a blessing and a curse. Um, it's definitely a pain in the ass if you want to move them anywhere or move yourself anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's it's like you know, like I was saying, you know, when I was very young, I sort of identified my passions and there they were and like ever since i was like 10 years old i was like i want to play ddr and that game looks so much fun and i just want to play ddr because that game looks like so much fun and I, I like music and it just looks like a good time and seeing the freaking like you know walking into the arcade when you're like 10 years old and you see like the the two dudes going nuts on the pad and you're like oh my god and there's like a crowd around him and it's like oh my god like that's so cool and <laughs> just the way you said that two dudes going nuts on the pad <laughs> i mean however you know whatever floats your boat whatever whatever you can pull off on the pads <laughs> go for it um but yeah I, I, it was it was definitely a you know it was an investment many many years coming um like i i, I knew it was one of the very few things in the world that i wanted it, it's um it's funny though because I I can just see it now like 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 you eventually get off my and you move out you move out on your own and you live in your own place and then you get to then you get to the point where you gotta move your machines and then and then the the, the person and the person's like the person's like hey can you help me move the machines and then it, it zooms into your brain and it goes like crawling in my skin <laughs> my words it's hard it's hard it's pain it's pain man I mean like yeah I mean. You gotta rent the freaking U-Haul trailer. You gotta tear that shit apart. You gotta carry it. It's like it's like hundreds of pounds per piece, even if you part it out. So I mean, it's a pain in the ass, but like, it's it's better than a treadmill, right? Yeah. And so 
it's so, just a it's just a nerdy treadmill. So what? So what do you? So, oh my god, nerdy treadmill. That's what. That's what it is. It's just a nerdy treadmill. So, oh my god. So, so I gotta ask. What do you like? Does it have a coin door on it, or does it have a card thing on it? Yeah. No. Um. It it has a coin door. It actually. It it was a Japanese machine. I didn't get it in Japan, but it's a Japanese manufactured machine. So the, the original coin door was only set up to take yen, um, and it 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 was for a time. I put it in a public location, um, mm-hmm. and so I switched out the coin door for one that took quarters. So for a time, it was public, and you would just use quarters on it. Yeah. So like so so like what do you do it? So what do you do in your astral house? Do you? Do you do you gotta like open the coin door and and there, there's a button there that sets the machine to go to free play? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you like if you own the cabinets, you know, you you can of course do whatever you want with them. So yeah, they're on just free play. So like, I mean, we you know we'll have like a shindig every now and then, so people just come you know come over and just play it for free. Um, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open a cold one. Oh, cracked. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean it's a good time, um, especially when it's you know I. I I am happy to share it with literally anybody that walks through the door because I know that it, I know it's kind of a commodity that not everyone has, and you know, I I like to try to give back in communities I'm involved in, you know. So mm-hmm. I could be like, "Hey, man, give me your machine." <laughs> All right. Well, you can't have it, but you can definitely come over and play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Because um, have have you ever seen those uh, those two arcade machines that is like pool and bowling? It's like arcade pool machines? and bowling. What? What's that? I'm sorry. What did you describe? It was a game that's both pool and bowling. No, it's a um. They're they're the machines are made by the same company, but but there's but one is bowling and one is pool, and the pool one has two sticks on it. And the table, and it has like ha- has half of a pool table on it, and you take the ball and you and you shoot it like pool, and it and it registers on screen how you shot it. Oh, so it's like billiards, but you're playing it like you're bowling. No, 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 no. It's it's. I gotta show you a picture. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, what? Yeah, what is it? Um, called? I'll search it up. It's it's called um the the. The pool game is called Slick Shot. Slick Shot. Let's see what it looks like. Slick Shot arcade game. Oh. Oh. Oh my god. Oh, so it is a billiards game, but you just shoot the cue ball into it whenever it's your shot. Yeah. Oh my god, that's actually really cool of like an arcade concept. Yeah, and then the bull what's that? What? No, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying it's like it's it's a cool arcade concept. Like like the way the machine is, like if it were a fighting game, like where the buttons would be, it's just like a billiard table texture with like walls that's so cool. It's just like a little mini that's like so like I I have a I I have a huge hard on for for any arcade machine that like has unique physical properties or you know or like it like replicates some kind of gameplay that you can't replicate with like a PlayStation controller. Yeah. Um which is why I like DDR, you know, which is why I like all those quirky like rhythm games um and all that shit. So 
Yeah, seeing like seeing Slickshot, that's like wow, that, that looks like a fun cabinet both to just look at and to play. Um, yeah, that's like right on my alley. And then the bowling one, which you I don't know if you can see in the Google search of that. Um, the the bowling one is basically the same thing, except you take a ball, you take a cue ball, and you roll it and you and you throw it on like into the sensors under the machine, like you're rolling it down an alley. Yeah. And it represent and it represents on screen how you how hard you threw it, and uh, and like how hard you threw it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like I've I, I've played like a bowling game with um, trackball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The trackball. I've never seen one where you physically like hit a ball um, into into the cabinet. That's awesome, and it just fucking gives you to you again. And yeah, I'm I'm seeing this other one. It's called Super Strike. It looks yeah. like it. Yeah, super. It strike. looks like the same thing, but rather than your your green of your billiard table, it's like a bowling uh, lane. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so, I'm sorry. Did you say that you played these somewhere, or like, how did we get on this? I forget. No, I I didn't. I haven't played them before, but I I've seen them before. I I've seen them before in like videos on YouTube and all that stuff. But now that I now that I live in a house with a basement, I can when that gets all done, like like if with with permission, I would do. I would love to if I have enough money. I would do. I want to buy those for like the basement, so they can be like you know basement games. Yeah, you should. Well, they are games. Yeah, you should. Um, I got a buddy who also lives. He lives in West Chicagoland. He has um, he has a few cabinets of his own, and he is he has literally turned his own basement like it's nothing but cabinets. Like his house is a house, and then you go in the basement, and you're in an arcade. It's the coolest thing. That's so cool. But like, but like, but like, dude, I. I feel like I would see those machines in your house one day. <laughs> yeah, we were um, a while ago. We're not going to do it, but a while ago I was talking with roommates about like getting a house of the dead um, because like that would be awesome for like parties and stuff. Um, probably not. I am going to probably get um, an arcade style like pop in music. It's just another rhythm game. Probably not the cabinet, just like the arcade controller, but. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in a few, um, I mean, like if you also are looking to buy these, there are like Facebook groups where it's like just, you know, arcade marketplace or whatever, where people will just post their cabinets for pretty affordable prices, relatively speaking. Um, right. Have so you, have you ever wanted to own a Neo Geo before? Has I'm sorry. Have you ever wanted to own a Neo Geo before like the cabinet? Oh my god. Okay. Like yes. Um I am not okay. Yes. Because okay, my favorite Neo Geo game is Spin Masters. Have you ever played that? No, I played Metal Slug, but I love Metal Slug. Okay. It's 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 like Metal Slug esque, but um all you have is yo yo's. That's why you're Spin Masters. It's you and your friend and you it's like a yo yo fighting platformer. It's so it was for Neo Geo, it was so much fun. Um, that's so nineties. What? That's so nineties, right there. Yo-yos. So nice. No, yeah, but I I would play Spin Master on Neo Geo every like after every Little League baseball game. I would play. There was a restaurant like down the block that every kid would go to after their Little League game, 
And so you see like, you know, a million zillion kids all in baseball and they're all around this Neo Geo. Seriously. And like the game was spin mastered. Um, and like nobody ever beat it because we were not good enough at games. Yeah. But yeah. And so, yes, I wanted a Neo Geo kind of, um, I was on Craigslist one day, which I'm now typing in to look at Craigslist, more arcade postings. Um, but yeah, there was a Neo Geo for like $200. And I was like, this is too good to be true. It's like a working Neo Geo cabinet with games and everything in it, like 200 bucks. That, that, that's too good to be true. Well, it wasn't. I just didn't buy it in time. But like you can get, you can get sick deals sometimes on like good cabinets sometimes. Mm-hmm. You, um, you don't you don't you know how you don't even know how I felt when I saw a Neo Geo machine for the very first time in person and I touched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like touch the Neo Geo. <laughs> I was like I was like I got to touch it. <laughs> well, now that I I am uh, I am literally on Craigslist right now. There's a Neo Geo in Chicago for a grand with metal slugs. It says Really? But yeah, that's that that tends to be your um, if you if you're considering an arcade cat. I mean, like you can get deals, but like yeah, maybe probably probably grand might be a cabinet. Well, like how much is the Neo Geo going for? <laughs> grand, a thousand dollars. Oh, I don't know that. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that the kind of people that have that money are just older nerds who. Much props, you know they they were in the arcade since the beginning. No, no, uh, no. It's either that, or they or they have really good jobs. Yeah, yeah. Or they're like, or they they're they're grinding out their job. They're like a twenty something like programmer or something. I don't. Know. One of my roommates is a twenty something programmer. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a, but but no, dude. I mean that I, Neo Geo is amazing. They have a lot of great games on that console. Like Neo Turf Masters is also a really good game too. Turf Masters. Yeah, I remember the Neo Geo console. I don't like remember it because I didn't have it, but like the Neo Geo console, um, it was pretty ahead of its time. It was like it was like a very high performing console, but it like it's it's always had a high price tag. So I think Neo Geo is is it just like infamous for being like good gameplay, you probably won't have one. <laughs> that and it's also known for being so freaking expensive and the games being being even more expensive. Exactly. That's why you probably wouldn't have it. Well, I guess they're they're slightly rare and also expensive, probably as a result. But here's the thing: um, the thing from what I heard in videos, they they stopped making games and production of the system before the Xbox 360 came out. I'm sorry. Say that again. They, from what I heard on like YouTube and, and whatever, they stopped making production on the games and the consoles. Like literally before the Xbox 360 came out. Well, of course they would do the production before the 360 came out. I'm sorry, did I not hear you? No, no, no. no. How do I explain it? So, so like they they were still making games for the Neo Geo, like like up in, like when whenever the Xbox 360 came out, be, before before that they were still making games for the Neo Geo. Oh, they were making Neo Geo games through up until when the 360 came out. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh, just like the, just like the Dreamcast, actually. Um, that's gotten very limited but continuous support for a little while. 
Um, those are cool too. Um, like that, that mentality of gaming is actually where I kind of place myself. Maybe you're the same way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like whether it's like playing old smash games or playing on old arcade cabinets, um, or just keeping, keeping a quote unquote dead game or dead console alive is like, I've, I've always loved that mentality. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I mean, like, have, I mean, if you can actually play it on the fit on like a, a physical on like the real physical thing, that's yeah. actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean, like, getting that getting that arcade, authentic, uh, controls is there's there's nothing quite like it, which is I guess why I like arcades so much. You know, how do you it's, feel it's, about the uh, the Neo Geo Mini then? Uh, I'm sorry, how do I feel about it? Yeah, the the Neo Geo Mini that just recently came out. Um, I guess I don't know about it. Um, how is it? Uh, how is it? Have you played it, or like, how's it supposed to be different, or like, how, like, what, what, what can you tell me about it? So, I don't own it yet, and the American version isn't even like hasn't even been announced for like a release date or anything yet. But mm. but in but the Japan version has been released already, and. But um, the different the differences between the Japanese version and the American version is that the Japanese version has a lot more fighters on it. Like, as I think it has every single King of Fighters on it, and and it has other games, and and on the opposite, on the uh, American version, they have every single Metal Slug game on there, uh-huh. and only a few King of Fighters and and other games. Oh, uh, okay. But basically, what it is, it's that it um. If you remember, you remember what the Neo Geo X was? It was like a handheld thing, and the con- and they they made a console for it for you to put it in, and it would go on your television. Sure. Oh, was that like one of those like 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 re-release retro consoles? Sort of. Sort of. Was it was was it not that? Was it like its own like it, dedicated console with like games and stuff? Yeah, yeah. It had it. It had its own games. It had built-in games into it. But they released like a, they released like two expansion packs for it, and it was a handheld thing. And, and if you wanted to play it on your television, they made a dock for it that looked like the console, the Neo Geo. Oh, oh, oh. okay, okay. Well, that sounds cool. But um, it didn't it 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 didn't go out well because people didn't like the the how the picture looked and how the sounds were. Hmm. But what they did, but what the Neo Geo Mini is, is that the Neo Geo Mini is it's quite literally a tiny video, a tiny arcade cabinet, and it has and you can play on on this little tiny cabinet, and you can buy and you can buy Neo Geo CD controllers, the plug in the side of it to play the games with with friends, and and it comes and. And, and it comes with a HDMI cord, the plugins of the back of the console into your television if you want to play on your TV. Hmm. How cool is that? I, I'm actually searching it up right now. The Neo Geo mini console with 40 games. That's pretty cool. Um, I do love any. It looks pretty slick. Yeah. Um, anything with that arcadey feel is cool. I wish it had two players. Um, but it looks like a solid piece of hardware for like, you know, getting that experience. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, if you, you can play two players, if you have the money to, to cash out on two controllers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I guess it is just its own controller. Um, really, it's just kind of like a portable cabinet. 
it's so cool, right? Yeah, no, I like, I like that sort of, um, just like a hardware design. Um, I don't know, just because it, 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 it doesn't look flimsy. For I, I guess that's, that's one thing I can say of it. it. It looks like a, it looks like the kind of thing I could drop. <laughs> well, don't drop it, obviously. But I won't, no, but it looks like the kind of thing I could. But yeah, I mean, I, I want I want to get one of those so bad, but I'm waiting for the American release because I don't want to go through Japanese customs and all that crap, you know. Oh yeah, I see one on eBay. Um, it looks like about 170 altogether. It's Asian English slash Japanese. Well, they do have the choice in the in the options for you for it to go into English, but yes. But like, but like, here's the thing. I mean, like. Wouldn't it be strange for you to get the American version and, and the Japanese version? I mean, I know they have different games. I know that they have only slight differences in games. But wouldn't that be weird? Um, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I was talking to somebody and they were like, "Yeah, I got both Neo Geos because they have slightly different games." I'm like, okay, that sounds like a very. I mean, sounds like a reasonable reason, I suppose, if you were a big Neo Geo fan. And you couldn't get all the games, but you really liked that controller. Like, sure. I mean, I've got a, I've got a few friends that, you know, they're really big gamers, especially like foreign gamers. So they will have like, you know, Japanese consoles to play their import games or whatever. Like, you know, that's that's a thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like that. I mean, that that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy, man. That's, but well, yeah, I, I certainly don't have any. Actually, I had to stop myself already. I have I have a European DS Lite. You do. I I bought it in Europe. <laughs> in, but why? Because I was in Europe and I wanted to play the DS. <laughs> so and they only made it in black at the time, and it was only in white in the U.S. and it was only in black in the U.K. So I was like, huh? When in Rome? Wait, this is in Rome. Anyway, the DS is black, so I got it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. And I have to get the freaking uh, the freaking charger converter because the plugs are physically different overseas than in here. Yeah. So, so like, um, what's your so 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 we? I know that we're huge gamers, but I I gotta ask: Are you a wrestling fan? Like, what sort of wrestling? The. Dota E Dota UF, whatever you want to call it. The World Wildlife Fund? Um, no, I, I I can't say honestly that I'm I've ever really been into that sort of entertainment myself. Oh, so you're, so you're not like you're not like a like a a, a wrestling guy? No, I, I I have never really been a wrestling guy. Sorry sorry to disappoint. I no, it's, it's just never really been my thing. No, it's fine. I, I know I know plenty of our people who aren't wrestling fans who I'm friends with. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like um what what's your um what's your take on the Neo G uh, not Neo Geo, the um the uh, Sega C D. Uh as a console, um my my hot take is that I like Sonic C D, but I didn't have it for the Sega C D. I had it for Windows. It was on a CD though. And it was also for the Sega CD. That's about all I can say about the Sega CD. I never owned one, but that's the only game I know from it is Sonic CD. Yeah. Um, today I just got in the mail um, 
a USB adapter for controllers to play on your computer, and it will work with uh, the PlayStation 2, the N64, and the Sega Saturn. Um, I don't even freaking have a Saturn, but I guess I could. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of thing like we were talking earlier. That's the same kind of thing you would have to get if you didn't have the Wii U Smash con- uh, Smash adapter. You could just buy one for like 20 bucks online that's just like GameCube to USB. That's all it is. Um, so, I mean, so like, do, do you own an N64 as well? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely have an N64. It was actually the N64 was the first home console, like, to my name. Um, there was an NES in the family since before I was born, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, the N64, I totally have. My first thing ever was a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Red. Um, that was the first video game that was ever in my life. Like, here you go, Alex, this is a video game for you, as a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Red. Yeah. Uh, but the 64, I think, was, like, next year or something. Wait, what's your favorite game on the 64? Uh, probably Smash 64, um... Other than Smash Brothers, um, probably uh, Kirby 64 and Mario 64 are good. Um, Pokemon Puzzle League is really good. Um, I have the stadiums, just if I want to do like a random battle one night. Just like rent some Pokemon. Um, what, um, yeah, that's what, it. What? what? What's your... Uh, I got asked. What's your thoughts on Beyblade? Beyblade? Oh yeah, <laughs> freaking Beyblade! I I always wanted Beyblades. Um, I never got Beyblades, but I always wanted Beyblades. Um, one year I got like I got like knockoff Beyblades, but like none of my friends even played Beyblades, which is probably why I never got Beyblades in the first place. Sadly, I was never part of the Beyblade community either. <laughs> no, no, it's fu- it's funny. In 2018, there's still Beyblade leagues going. Hell yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's awesome. Knowing that the game is still alive, that's awesome. Yeah, like people are people are actually coming around the world and they're and they're actually taking it seriously. They're like they're they're like if they even fail once, they're like, Don't don't take pictures of me, I failed. Anyway. <laughs> 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 no, that's actually really cool. I bet um do they still uh, do you know, do they still come out with like new Beyblades or is it like a, a, a community effort now? No, no, they they still they they still make new Beyblades. If you go to if you go to Target or Walmart or anything right now, you'll you'll find Beyblades sitting in the toy aisle. Oh, nice! And 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 they have the humongous box that 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 um on the on the shelf below it that that's the stadium that you use the Beyblades in. It's crazy. I'm sorry, what? No, like do you know how do you know the stadiums that you use to play Beyblade in? Um. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bowl. Yeah, they they sell they sell that under where they uh, they sell that in the in the same aisle under the the bay, the Beyblade parts in the toy aisle. Oh, for sure. I wonder if they have like do they have, like modified like custom like spinners like spinner triggers or something where you can get the optimal spin on your Beyblade. Probably. I mean the I mean bait. I mean, Beyblades are 100% or cu- 100% customizable these days. You can buy all the parts and mix and match all you want with all the parts you can buy in the at the store. It's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. 
Um, but I don't have any friends who play it, so I can't. So I feel like if I started collecting for that and started like going for it, nobody would want to play with me. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is that once you get too good at a game, you can only play the game with people that are also really good at the game. Yeah, and I'm and I'm too, and I'm too new or fresh to be playing in any tournament. <laughs> are you yourself in the Beyblade community? Yeah, but I'm not. But I don't actually own them, and I and and I, I don't actually own the toy or anything. I I bought, I like the show, but I haven't. I don't collect the toy, even though that'd be cool. <laughs> what would you say? Do you have like a you know, like a top top game or two that you would say are your like just your games? You know that you really play. Oh, what I'm good at? Yeah, Guitar Hero. Oh yeah, think about any day in that. <laughs> Nice. Um, I'm I'm good I'm good at that. I'm good at um I'm good at at the Dota E games, like Dota E two the two K games. Uh-huh. Um I'm good at uh what what else am I good at? Uh I went I wanna say DDR, but I'm still fresh at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Um Do you um can, um, fuck, what was my question? I'm sorry. Language, I'm sorry. Um, do you watch, like, Guitar Hero, like, streamers these days? Like, the crazy stuff they can do? Well, I, sort of, I mean, like, I don't watch, like, streams, per se. Like, I see, like, crazy vi- people doing, like, crazy things in the game on YouTube for YouTube videos, or it's like... Yeah. Because, because... It blows my mind how fast they've gotten with Guitar Hero. Yeah, like now there's like 200 speed, and mm-hmm. but but it, but it's also but it's also on top of the fact that now there's a program called Clone Hero, which is oh, yeah. what what's that? I was just saying. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Clone there's Clone Hero now, and Clone Hero is basically where you can put your own songs in it, and 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 you can also put every single song from every single Guitar Hero game in it, so. So it's like so you have that, and then they get pure getting all crazy over that. I mean, I own Clone Hero myself too, and it's a fun game. I mean, I, had I actually a- I actually played Clone Hero last weekend. Not even kidding. You did? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a little. Uh, we had like a like a like a rhythm game thingy. Um, we had a thing. Uh, we just had a dude come over, and he had Clone Hero and like a bunch of Guitar Hero controllers, and so like. We had people playing DDR, and then there's this dude with Clone Hero. Um, I I suck at Guitar Hero. I don't know what the hell I was doing, um, but he was like amazing. He was like one of those dudes where you know he's 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 like he's he is to Guitar Hero what I like want to be at dance games is just like you know he's just like so fast. You don't know you don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, it's a it's a good time. It's, um, actually, my my arcade cabinets with the DDR. Um, or ITG, I should be more specific, in the groove is, like, the community uh, kind of, like, open-source version. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, the same thing. It's just, it's it's on your computer, and you can just put whatever you want on it. Um, you can put all the songs on it. So, that's definitely the way to go. I'm not opposed to that sort of approach, for sure. Wait, do you think you can play, do you know how Fruit of Fire and Flames is the hardest song Guitar Hero? Not anymore. It isn't? Well, I mean, like, in anything anyone's ever made. 
Oh, is it the hardest official, probably? No, no, Fruit of Fire and Flames is a really hard song. I mean, oh, it is. No, it certainly is, yes. But I wanted to ask, can, do you think you can do it in DDR? Oh, um... <laughs> Uh, it depends. Uh, probably not. Like probably not right now. Um, it would. It have to depend on how they like charted it because I mean, ultimately, rhythm game like note charts are sort of arbitrary. Like you you stay on the beat, you know, for the most part, but like you sort of take liberties with it. You know, like Guitar Hero only has five spots to put your fingers. You know, so so some of it's arbitrary, just like how hard they chose to make it. Um, could I do like literally the Guitar Hero chart on dance games? Not like quite, but almost. Because because um somebody actually charted through the Fire and Flames for Dance Dance Revolution, and someone actually played it. Oh, that actually doesn't surprise me at all. Um, in fact, yeah, I want to look that up. I'm 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 not gonna like watch it. I'm just gonna f see it for later. Um, but and now I got myself going. Seeing three YouTube videos that I have to watch later already, just by clicking on YouTube. Um, damn you, speedruns. Um, through. Oh my god. Is that Dragon Force's greatest hit? That, that's Dragon Force's, like, like, that's the song everyone knows by them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, um. Oh, it's, it's only a 15? Oh, I could probably do that then. Um,. Yeah, actually, the the first result on Through the Fire and Flames ITG is a dude uh, who I've actually met. He's a really great dude, uh, Seth. Uh, his his screen name is Happy Feet. Um, he actually streams on Twitch. He's actually really good. He's, he's like one of the world's best players of dance games. Yeah. Um, and he got it 100% perfect. Note for note, perfect, Through the Fire and Flames, 3,000 plus with his feet. He did it. So he did it. He's like the best. I don't know if I could do it, but I don't know if I could pass it, but it would be hard. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, like, it depends on, um, it just depends on, on the speed of the song and the length of the song. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely really, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the few games I play. So I'm, de I'm still not like, I'm not like one of the best at all, but I'm like slightly good, <laughs> you know, like slightly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I, I suck at I suck at DDR at the current moment, so I'm pretty sure whatever you can do is better than what I can do. I mean, likewise with your Guitar Hero, um, you know, we we all have different skills and we all have different things we just practice more than others. So, no, you know, I mean, we... you know, I, I'm sure you know, you know, tons of shit about like podcasting or you know th this kind of stuff, um, or like how to handle an, an interview or whatever than I do. Um, so, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's, you know, we, we all have our strengths. I'm waiting for the day someone does Guitar Hero and DDR at the same time and succeeds. I almost guarantee you that's been done already. I, like, just, like, thinking about it, like, how could someone not do that? I don't know. But I think they would. Sorry, yeah, I clicked I mean, another video. I've, been, I've seen it done on YouTube. I'm talking about, like, 100% both songs. On oh, things. Uh, <laughs> they should just pick an easy one. Oh, they should do Through the Fire and Flames, that song, with both. Then, then they would never do it. Yeah, on, on expert nonetheless. Of course. And you got to be expert. It, it doesn't count if it's not expert. I'm just kidding. Anything counts. 
as an accomplishment if it's better than what you did. But yeah. yes. <laughs> oh my god. What? No, no. What's up? What else? What else? What else do you want to talk about while while we're here? Oh, we we've been doing this for an hour. <laughs> we've been doing yeah, dude. We've been doing this for a while, but it's it's been a good time. Do, do you have any more questions though? Nothing. Nothing comes to mind no. right now. No more questions. Give me like, give me like one more question. What's a question that you want me to ask you? Oh, do you want me to ask you? you no. What do you want me to ask you? Oh, ask me. Oh, okay. Ask you. Me ask you. No, well, I get no one more question for you. Do you like Voltron? Voltron, damn! I dude, you're. I'm. I, I just struck out. That was my third strike on franchises I'm not affiliated with, and I just struck out. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know shit about Voltron. It's a it's a good show. It's a good show. It's, it's just who I am. I've seen it though. It's a cool concept. Um, yeah. I like. I don't. I, I freaking never managed to watch it. I'm, 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 I'm incredibly sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's fine, dude. So, I know. So wait, so you asked, wait, wait, you, wait, so you want me to, to tell you what you want to ask me? No, at this point, I think we're just having fun, but I, you know, if you want to just shoot the shit about anything else, please. <laughs> so, uh, do, have you seen Gravity Falls? Um, I've only seen a few episodes. I certainly do not know very much about it. It's a good show, though. I mean, they, they you can they have the whole series on DVD now. So if you ever want to watch it, that's awesome. Actually, one of my one of my good art school friends for like the first year and a half that he was in art school, he wore the freaking dude's hat, mm -hmm. like with the tree or whatever. I don't know. Like that was just like this thing. He was cool though. Hi, David, if you're watching this. <laughs> He's you mean cool, listening though. because this is going to be on. This is gonna, this is going on YouTube. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody knows. There's there's there's. He doesn't know. Nobody knows who who he is. I know who he is. His friends know. He's a great guy. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm digging myself a bigger hole. Quick, change the subject. No, no, that's gonna be funny because I'm gonna. Okay, do you know what? I'm gonna tag you into the on Facebook. And I'm gonna tag you, and I'm gonna be like, go. I'm gonna have everyone listen to this episode. And if he finds it out, he's gonna be like, but. Dude, you what about we were homies? <laughs> He's my homie. He knows we're homies. I, I would show him this and he would react to it. <laughs> He's your boy and your boy. He's, yeah, I know. He's my boy. <laughs> my boy. Oh my god. So yeah, what, what what's your what's your favorite video format? Video format? Yeah. Um I would have to say video cassette is my preferred method of viewing films. Really? No. But it is my most treasured. Um hell, I, I don't video format. Um I mean, are are you talking like medium or like like genre of like video or like no i'm talking about like you know file extension no i'm talking about like uh blu-ray dvd cassette laser disc oh know. um i feel like people would think i would say laser disc but no it's like it's it's oh, do you like it's it? it's really none of them because i don't really have very many physical 
movies anymore. I have a few DVDs. Um, I have the Avatar Deluxe 3-disc edition with extended footage, but I lost one of the discs, so it's freaking useless now. Um, one of my... So the reason I said treasured of the video of, of the VHS is because um, when Pokemon first hit the States and it was on in the morning... Um, my schedule, like, I was, like, I was, like, one of the kids that, like, did a million activities or whatever, so I, I couldn't even watch Pokemon, but my parents would tape Pokemon for me mm -hmm. so that I could watch it later, and so, um, I have a VHS in my room, like, my room in Chicago, we, we don't have a VHS player, but I have the VHS of a bunch of Pokemon episodes from the 90s with 90s commercials, like, from the TV, like, on them, and... I've watched it before, and it's it's literally like you're in the 90s watching, like, 90s television. And this is really sentimental because, like, I watched that television, that exact channel at that time, you know, and, like, all that. So it's, like, it's like going back in time in the most authentic way. Have, have you ever thought of, like... Because uh, as we all know, even though VHS is amazing, it, unfortunately, through time, is going to wear out. So have yeah. you... So have you ever thought of like transferring it to like DVD, like transferring the tape footage to like a DVD? Um, actually, I have not. But recently, my my dad actually did. He converted some extremely old, like eight millimeter film, um, onto a DVD. There's like a guy that has some business in uh in one of the towns uh, local to my dad's area. That um, he yeah he he'll like he'll transfer like any old medium as old as they get um, and like put it all he'll, he'll like just compile it for you. Um, that's good to know about the VHS though. I, I guess I wasn't I guess I should have figured that it would wear out over time because it's physical. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to lose that because that it was it was a really good uh, it's a really good moment you know. Yeah, because if you can get that whole because if you really really love it. If you want to keep it forever, you can keep it for yourself. You, you can leave the VHS tape wherever it is, but then you can get burned on the DVD and bring it back to your place and watch it all the time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't have to also buy a VHS player from someone on Craigslist that probably doesn't even work. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's the thing about like physical mediums or like like Pokemon old old Pokemon cartridges. Like, don't save your game anymore because like they're so old. Um, or like any of that stuff, like, or your, your, your computer corrupts or whatever because it's so old. And like, yeah, that sucks. But I guess there's really no getting around that. Um, I mean, you can't get around it forever. Not, not, not forever and ever. Right. But uh, I, I guess I don't want to get too, too philosophical. But so it's good to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I know that you make comics, but do you read comics? <laughs> Yo! I hate comics. I just draw them because I hate everyone. Um, no, I do. Yes, I read comics. Yes. Um, I would, uh, if you want some recommendations, I can give you some recommendations of comics that I read. Um, Bro, I can, I, read, same, I can do the what? same for you right now if you want to. <laughs> You're going to what? I can do the same thing to you if you really want to. <laughs> oh, do it to me. What, what, what comics are you going to lay the smack on me? All right, so I don't know. I don't know how popular my opinion would be of me saying this, but I do not read anything DC or Marvel. Okay. 
but I but but Ghostbusters, the comic book series, those are really good. Is that is that what from like Image probably or how who's it after, who's after? Is like who makes it? Yeah, publisher. I think IDW. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they 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 recently came out with a cro- with a crossover series, which crossovers like you know all the different Ghostbusters from like the various TV shows and movies, and they come together in a crossover comic, and it's so cool. Oh, nice. And um, I don't have this one yet, but I wanted to. But Back to the Future that looks really cool. Um, yeah, that's a good franchise. The there's a re- there's a do- there's a Dota E wrestling one. I haven't read that yet, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, Adventure Time I'm collecting. I want I want to read all the. I'm I'm gonna read all those. Um, okay. Regular show. And I love that show to death, and I want to read. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm collecting those still. And what's even better is that regular show and Adventure Time made a crossover comic. What? And, and dude, I gotta read that man because that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, dude. And yep. Yeah. And then, and on top, and I'm also reading Voltron because Voltron has a comic too. Mm-hmm. And um. I'm reading that, and uh, yeah, that's all for right now. Because I, like I, I like anything that IDW and Boom and, and Boom Studios makes, because those are great companies. Yeah, I don't know why I said image. That, that doesn't even make sense. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I guess I'm sort of on the other, not like on the other end of the spectrum, but. Um, I like a lot of like super indie stuff where it's not really based on on like a franchise or anything. Where it's just like some author came up with a thing and like here it is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what franchises are too. But uh, I guess you know what I mean. Um, hold on, let me let me run to my room and grab like two books. It'll take like five seconds. Oh, okay. Well, okay. well uh, yeah. I guess. He's running and coming back with that. I'm already done. It took five seconds. Okay. Um, no, the books I'm currently reading are um, this book I got from the Savannah Comic Con. Uh, it's called Very Near Mint um, by Justin Peterson. And it is a comic about a comic shop, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> it's just about, like, two dudes that own a comic shop and, like, there's a bunch of, like, drama and, like, there's like some some nerd is like mad at them because of like you know his I, I mean you just have to read it but it's um I like it I like the art style a lot um it's it's the kind of art that would be up my alley and if you like my comic you would like this comic as well it has similar art and similar humor um so that's called very near mint again that's the name of the comic um, and the other one I have right here. Um, it's the second one in a series, uh, watch me butcher this name, Svetlana Chmakova. Um, it's called Brave. The first one is called Awkward. They're like, they're like slice of life, like middle school comics, like, like about kids in middle school. Um, but that's also like right up my alley. Um, it's super, super kawaii desu. It's like, it's like anime style, like, like manga style. Um, but not like overly so. It's kind of just like, uh. It just has the influence, but it, I think it's actually really well done. Um, so yeah, Variant and Brave are the current comics I'm reading. I also have in my queue Snot Girl by Brian Lee O'Malley. Um, I have Making Friends by uh, it's a Kristen Nudsnuck or something. 
Um, so I got a lot on my plate too, but yeah. Um, as far as franchises go, as far as like DC Marvel goes, um, I'm a sucker for like female heroes, uh, as you could probably guess by my own comic. Um, so I just read the like Wonder Woman, Supergirl, like the like female counterparts of it. Um, as far as like DC Marvel is like Ms. Marvel and shit like that. So, um, so yeah. where can you find where can you find Pizza Girl? Because I don't even know like where can you buy it, find it, or whatever. Where can these people find Pizza Girl? If they just want to read it online, uh, it's Pizza Girl Comic dot tumblr dot com uh as you know it's also on facebook just search pizza girl it's the same url extension mm -hmm. um as far as like if you want to purchase a real book slash i draw stuff in it for you or whatever um i have a web store up on storeenvy.com where you can just search pizza girl um and then I'm also I'm also in the process of constructing one uh, on Ticktail, which will also be like Pizza Girl comic or Pizza Girl whatever. Um, so those those are the two web stores. Uh, Store Envy you can go to right now and just you could buy my comic right now. Yeah, you um, should no, link no link me to that dude because I would love I would love that. Okay. Have you ever yeah, considered so Have you ever considered opening up a Redbubble like to put your art on shirts so people can wear the Pizza Girl character around? Oh yeah, I actually okay. So, is Redbubble? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is Redbubble? You upload your design and it's print on demand, like to order. Like someone wants one shirt, so they buy one shirt and then they print it for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that you what? gotta know, though, is that um, is is you own the piece of girl name, right? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Because no, because because like. No, because like don't like for me we like for example, so like on the Adventure Time guys Red Bubble Wister is one surprisingly, um, we we accidentally put Adventure Time guys the something shirts, and we got and we got it uh and they took it off the website because we used Adventure Time in the name. Oh, okay. So, so just be careful the. Well, no, it's the text that will get the artwork. It's not going to be what's going to get you in trouble um, and get kicked off the, the website. It's yeah, um, it's yeah, no, I, okay. I know that I'm not going to get hit with the same thing you got hit with because Adventure Time is a completely pre-existing franchise, and Pizza Girl is both a generic name and something I made up. So yeah, I, I I've never been slammed by anything like that before. Yeah, so. So, I mean, like, you, you should be fine. So, if you go on there and put, like, Pizza Girl on pizza, I'm pretty sure you'll be fine. Yeah, nobody has a copyright on the food pizza, and nobody has a copyright on the words Pizza Girl in sequence, because that's, like, impossible. Um, so, yeah, we good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you should I think you should do it. I mean, I think people will buy it. You well, yeah. Um, well, what, just have a, have a web store? Yeah, yeah, like you can put like the cover for the comic on a shirt. You can put the the sticker that I bought on a shirt. Yeah, the red bubble. Yeah, the red bubble. Yeah, um, I have one T-shirt design. It's like a knockoff pop punk shirt design that I actually could put on Red Bubble. I think the only reason I haven't put it on Red Bubble is because I was trying to like, um, I wasn't sure about the like difference in price of what it would be for both me and the. Uh, the customer, if it was Redbubble versus if I invested in like fifty 
shirts and then just sold them one by one. Hey, if, um, if you wanted to sell, if you wanted to like, you know, bring those shirts to a convention so people can physically buy them, you had to, you know, buy as X many shirts that you want to bring and, and, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing is that Red Bull is like, it's good. I think if you have a bunch of different art and you're not, I don't know. Um, I guess I can't really speak exactly to how Redbow would be better or worse for somebody. Um, but yeah, definitely the con thing is if if I work through Redbubble, I'm not positive if they would um, if they do that or it's just a marketplace and they print it. So um, I, I'm literally clicking through Redbubble right now. Okay. Um, I think it's worth doing anyway. I think it's worth doing for the sake of putting it on Redbubble um, as a platform. And it says they coordinate. I'll, I'll keep looking at it. No, um, because they, they, they put the design on the shirt for you and they send it to the seller. Okay. You mean to, to, to the buyer? Yeah, to the buyer, yeah. To the buyer, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Then to what you were saying about having it at a con, um, I'd probably rather have it at a con. So I'd probably rather just invest in it and then put it on my web store myself. However, to what I was saying, and to your credit, the Redbubble thing, um, it can't it, it, it can't hurt the like name or whatever to have it on another platform that maybe someone can see it where they wouldn't otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a bigger platform than my little website, of course. So it's probably still worth it to do. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably do it anyway. Um, that's on my to-do list, like, this week, actually, I don't even. I'm not even. I'm not doing shit tomorrow. I have the day off work tomorrow, so no, hey, do the hey, other work. Do, do the other work. The independent work. <laughs> hey, hey um, since you're on Redbubble.com, if I if I can just shoehorn this in, buy my t- buy my t-shirt at, Cra- at Crash Stevens official. How do you spell that? I'll type it in right now. Spell it so people can type it in. All right, uh, let me. I even got pulled up because I. <laughs> Spell it himself. Isn't it sad that I don't even know the own user, my own username for? It happens. Okay, because it's crawling in my skin. This is a wound that will not heal. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. Um, it's Crash Steven Crash Steven Gear. Crash Steven Gear. Yeah. That's All one mean. word. Yeah. <laughs> It says we found a person that matched that name, but I didn't see any works. I can see your profile, though. Yeah. If you go to my profile. Oh, here we go. Crash Stevens. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Is Are, are you with the um, straight edge? Yeah. There you go. Cool, cool. There. I see you. So, <laughs> what do you think? So, can, I, can I buy them? Yeah, you can buy him. You can buy. There's even a Cyber Time Bite shirt. <laughs> I see that. Okay. Oh yeah, available products. Oh okay. This is helping me understand Redbubble. Oh okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Like if you if you want if you want to if you want to support me, you can get my get my things and get <laughs> weird around and be like, hey man. <laughs> okay, hey man, hey man, and people will be like, what? I don't even know. I'll be like, hey man. And then I, I, I won't leave them alone until they, too, get a Crash Stevens piece of merchandise. I will crash into them. Oh, my God. The the uh, the one I recommend is the one with the heart on it that says nothing but heart. <laughs> yeah. 
But if you don't, if you don't want that, I have one with just my plain logo on it. <laughs> I don't know what I want. I'm a millennial. And then, and then I have my my design I had on there forever, the Crash Forever Defender shirt that I made. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll have to check out Redbubble some more and see what I can uh, do. But uh, yeah, no, it was it's you know there's 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 always more to do. Um, more to make, but that's life. And so all you can do is keep living. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know. So so insightful. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> so wait, do you actually like live like downtown? I don't. I don't live like next to the Sears Tower, but I live in the city of Chicago. Oh, so so like you live so you live downtown basically. Yes, I live like two blocks from uh, the CTA Pink Line, so you could say you could say I live in Chicago. Yeah, yes. So, how's it like living down there? I mean, I've been down there many a times, but how's it like living down there? Well, I, I, again, I should stress that I I, I I don't live like next to the Sears Tower or anything. So, um, I I just live in an apartment. It's just two families. Uh, there's one family above us, and then me and my roommates are the other. Um, it's in a neighborhood called Pilsen, which was, um, I used to live in a neighborhood called Bridgeport, which was the next neighborhood right next to it. So I've always lived kind of like South side, West side, um, for the four years I've been here. Um, I do enjoy it. Um, there, it, it, it has a distinct vibe from like, like every neighborhood in Chicago, not like every, but. You know, the neighborhoods in Chicago are diverse. They have different um, demographics. They have different cultures. They have different aesthetics. Um, even going from Bridgeport to Pilsen, you can tell, you know, that there, there's a difference in style, difference in whatever. Um, and, I mean, Chicago itself is a very diverse city. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a melting pot even closer together than, like, any, you know. You know, this is how cities are. Mm -hmm. um, and... I, I just like where I am. You know, it's 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 busy, but not too busy. It's residential, but not rural. Uh, it's this, you know, it it is what it is, um, and I think it's good. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, man, we our thirty three minutes. We've been doing this, and I think I think we talked about everything that we could talk about, didn't we? No, but if we talked about everything there was to talk about, we would never stop talking. So you gotta you gotta end it somewhere, huh? Like t-shirts, we can talk about t-shirts. We already talked about t-shirts. But do you have do you have three shelves of t-shirts like I do? <laughs> I have I have one dresser with three stacks of t-shirts so high it's hard to close the dresser. So almost. I have three whole shelves, like just full of t-shirts, dude. <laughs> a lot of t-shirts. I I accumulated like when I was in middle school, high school, I had like an exponential gain in t-shirts. So I, I I think I think since I graduated from high school, and so this for 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 the young ones out there, I've been out of high school for like eight years. I think I've got like two shirts a year since then, and I think that's not a whole lot of shirts for most people. I, uh, I There's still too many shirts. I too, because like all my high school shirts still fit. I actually wore a large in high school. I was actually, I, I wasn't even a different size. I just asked for large shirts in high school because I was stupid. I I wear medium, but 
I have so many freaking t-shirts. I don't like, I mean, I still get them sometimes. Who, who am I kidding? I, uh, I've been out of high school since 2012. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you're only two years old. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like, and, and of course I went to college. I went to a one-year college. I went to, uh, I went to broadcasting school, which is where this came from. Yeah, I think you told me about that when when we met initially. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty cool. I mean, I think I want I think I was trying to get you on my podcast. Like, no, I, no, no, I remember I was trying to get you on Adventure Time, guys, but that never went through, and we stopped talking for a long time. <clears throat> and then and then I started a Cyber Time Bite. And I was like, hey, maybe I re ask him. Maybe he'll want to come on that, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I forgive me. I suppose that was my bad dropping the ball on the first one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I had a good time. I am, I'm, I'm happy you hit me up. Um, yeah, this was, this was fun. Yeah, I think, I think it's better that I had you on here than Adventure Time guys because Adventure Time guys would have gone five hundred different directions with the interview. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, but, but I think, I mean. I don't think we talked about everything, but I think we got a pretty good interview going. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, it, it was super it was super easy to talk to you, man. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Yeah, it was really cool. So, yeah, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Cyber Time Bite, episode 9. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your reactions, though. <laughs> thank you. I blame the memes. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at NostalgiaVamp. Just all one word, NostalgiaVamp, and there I am on Twitter. Um, you can also find me, you can find CyberTimeBite on Facebook at CyberTimeBite. And you, you want to share your social media and where people can find your work? Who, me? Yeah, you. All right, everybody, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, and they're all Pizza Girl Comic. So that's what they are. It's Pizza Girl Comic. If it's not that, they're lying. <laughs> hey, where, where, where can people like buy like your comic and your music and all that stuff? People can find my other stuff at soapboxdeluxe.bandcamp.com. Um, they can also find me at Store Envy. It's called Pizza Girl The Store. Um, and there's a tick tale that I'm working on and that will be tick tale again. It'll be pizza girl comic or some shit like that. So, um, yeah, no, it's pizza girl. It's pizza girl comic because there's actually, there was like some other pizza girl comic like years ago. I don't know if it's still going, but it was, it was, it was called something different anyway. Um, but yeah, everything I do is pizza girl comic. Um, and, uh, I love, I, I love everybody. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's amazing. But hey, everyone. Um, next week, next week's interview, man, it's gonna be amazing. Um, this is coming out. Obviously, this is coming out. Um, you know, next. Well, this obviously when you're listening to this, it's gonna be Wednesday. But the next week after you hear this, next week's interview, I'm gonna be having an art cosplayer who used to live in America and moved all the way to Japan. And her name, and her, and you may know her from YouTube. Is uh, her name is Kyra the Hedgehog. I think that's her name on uh, on YouTube. And she's super amazing. And she's super nice. 
I'll be having her and I'll be having her on that the next week after you have heard this. Then after that, I'll probably have Vix Cosplays finally have her uh, interview redone and have that com- coming that next week. So with all that said, I hope you all have a nice day and a great day. And don't and don't be and don't go crazy, people. Because if you go crazy, you'll end up like this guy, and you'll buy and you'll buy five DDR machines and stick them in your tiny little apartment. Hey, I only have two DDR machines in my tiny little apartment. <laughs> I am I am crazy though. You you got me there. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we'll see you all next time. Have a wonderful night.